your host, Holly, and it's time for a little teaser talk. Welcome back to Teaser Talk, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of rock music, but of course we do it in our own quirky and entertaining way. I'm your host, Holly, and today we're going to debrief Rocklahoma 2023 and give you guys an exclusive look into our experience. I'll be recapping one of the most anticipated rock festivals of the year, Rocklahoma. So grab your earbuds and get ready to rock as we bring you the highlights from this epic event. Rocklahoma, America's biggest Labor Day festival is back this September 1st through the 3rd in Pryor Creek, Oklahoma. Pantera. Godsmack. Rob Zombie. Limp Bizkit. Plus, Bush, Chevelle, Corey Taylor, Daughtry, Fury of a Dead Man, and more. Get passes and camping on sale now at rocklahoma.com. Presented by Bud Light. Rocklahoma is held annually over in Pryor, Oklahoma, and it's during Labor Day weekend. It's known for its electrifying lineup of rock and metal acts, and of course, this year, they did not disappoint. From legendary bands to emerging talents, Rocklahoma 2023 had it all. So let's just talk about real quick about my, in my opinion, the standout performances that they had. Off the top of my head, I would say Godsmack for sure. Um, it was great seeing Entreyu from Ashes to New, Rob Zombie, Corey Taylor, Limp Bizkit. Uh, there's just so many of my favorites that took the stage, and I can't wait to kind of give you guys my experience because, boy, was it one. Apart from the music, Rocklahoma, you, you guys should know that it's known for its vibrant atmosphere and dedicated fan base. The festival grounds are always buzzing with excitement from attendees from all walks of life gathered to celebrate their shared love for rock music. From a sea of band t-shirts to contagious energy, Rocklahoma has truly created a sense of community among its attendees. In addition to all the amazing acts that took the stages, Rocklahoma 2023 also featured various interactive experiences and attractions. Fans had the chance to explore vendor booths, indulge in food from local vendors, and there was one specifically that I want to give a shout out to, which is the Vet Center. You guys, they were so cool. Um, they had a big truck set up right in front of the general, general admission entrance, and they um, First off, they were super sweet and nice. They'll let me squat there while I waited for my friends to come in. But they are created for veterans and their family members um, to really become, become a part and um, get you know counseling, get help and support from all kinds of veterans. Uh, the most most of their categories are uh, PTSD that they specialize in. But I would to definitely check them out if you guys are part of that community. It is vetcenter.va.gov. Shout out to them. So let's break this down day by day. Day one was, of course, so much fun and highly anticipated because it's day one of a long festival with guaranteed hits. Um, unfortunately, I did run into a, um, I guess you would say an inconvenience. I was on my way to go interview Blackstone Cherry in the media tent, but unfortunately, being um, a person with first world Tesla problems, I had to turn around and go back to Hard Rock and Tulsa to supercharge. But again, like I said, that's gonna be first world problems, right? You guys, upon arriving, the staff was incredible. Everyone was just so nice to talk to, to work with. The fans were incredible. Um, I will say some of the incredible acts from day one would be like Fame on Fire, Aaron Jones, Daughtry, Chevelle, Co Code Orange. 
uh, even Skid Row. Skid Row crushed it. They definitely were amazing to watch because there was fans from all kinds of different various ages, different styles, but yet it unified everyone in the crowd. It was cool to watch everyone singing along their songs and just having a great time. And one thing I learned this year about Rocklahoma is beads aren't just for boobs. They're also for behinds. And by behinds, I mean butts. So before leaving or heading over to watch Godsmack perform, I was approached by a guy in the audience with beads and he gave me his beads and he also gave me an eyeful of his butt. So that was definitely an interesting um, encounter. Uh, everyone had a good laugh at that because I was like, what is going on? But of course, like I said, Godsmack closed out day one with an epic performance. So day two for me was really exciting because of course you get your bearings down, you kind of know the festival grounds, you know where all the stages are at, kind of a feel for the area. I rolled in and hit the media tent most of the day for day two during the day. Uh, shout out to my sidekick Brandy for helping me with interview setups and really even just being there. She actually even co-hosted a few, so you guys definitely listen out for those episodes coming soon. But we got to we got to connect with some incredible talents. I absolutely adored Lynette from Bat Allison. If you guys have not heard of them, you definitely need to check them out. They caught my attention when I was listening to the Rocklahoma Spotify playlist. I literally stopped what I was doing and went back and hit replay on the song that was playing of theirs. They have such a unique sound and they're really just genuinely good people. And they were definitely part of the crew I jived with and hung out with most of the festival just because of their overall energy. I did get to meet some Aussies from Snakebite Whiskey. Those guys were a trip and in a good way. They came on brand with their bottle of whiskey and of course we had to partake in some of the sipping of it. And the uh, they actually gave us like this little koala bear that would pin to our shirts. It was super cool. Those guys were awesome. And I'm glad that we got to cross paths for sure. Guar invaded the media tent. We had a fun interview with Sawboard Destructo. He was a blast and definitely very much in character, as you could say. When I shook his hand meeting him, my hand was covered in Guar blood. And even after the interview, there was like a puddle of Guar blood in my interview chair. And it's funny because it was actually kind of, you could see where they've been to because there was like drops of blood and like splatters of blood in chairs. It was definitely an epic moment in history for Teaser Talk. Another interview that was a fun one was Crowbot. Those guys were so funny. Definitely one of the most animated interviews I did there. They are a mess and I just loved their energy and I can't wait to catch them again. Uh, their vibes were awesome and you guys just know, know what I'm talking about once that interview drops. One of the interviews that really had me blown away was Marcos from POD. If I can sim him up with one word, it would be vibes. He spoke so much knowledge and shared a lot during the interview. Spoiler alert, you guys, he did tell me they're making a new album and even shared the name of the album as well as the meaning behind it. So I can't wait for you guys to catch that one. After media, we, sent, we were set out to enjoy music, of course. So I can think of two of my favorite moments for me personally on day two, outside of course, interviewing people and connecting with people. I would say my first favorite part of the day um, was Guar. I've seen them several times, but I've never actually got the Guar blood splatter experience. Shout out to Bobby for inviting Brandy and I into the pit during that time. 
And you guys, I can confidently say Guar gave me pink eye. And I'm not talking about the eye infection, so calm down everyone, but their blood actually got into my eye, both of them, and dyed my contacts pink. I was a little nervous, and sadly, I didn't have an extra pair of contacts, so I just hoped for the best that I wouldn't have my vision destroyed. But I am sitting here today, September 11th, to let you guys know that I still have my eyesight, so the Guar blood was safe. Again, I would say me getting pink eye from Guar was an epic moment in time for a teaser talk. So after getting soaked with Guar blood, our hair was like literally dripping with it, face painted red, everything, and also blue. Uh, we set out to go catch Limp Biscuit, which honestly, you guys, I've never seen Limp Biscuit live. And even though some may consider him an elder, he still played an iconic set and had a tribute to Jimmy Buffett, which was a really way cool way of ending day two. So day three comes up and we caught up with our crew, hit the music stages to just enjoy the music. And I, one of the artists that stood out, again, I mentioned it earlier in this episode, was From Ashes to New. They crushed it as always. If you guys haven't caught a From Ashes to New set, they are full of energy. The crowd base, the fan base is amazing. And afterwards, a little bit later, it was great seeing Matt B from there and chatting with him. And then he introduced me to some of the other guys there in the band. They were really cool guys, and I can't wait to catch them. I believe that they have some more tour dates released soon, so you guys check them out. One of the guy, one of the band, you guys, please don't judge me for this, that I haven't seen or even heard of was Ginger. And my new friend that I met there at Rocklahoma, David, he was telling me about it and really had hyped them up. The most, I will say this, they most definitely lived up to the hype and I was left in awe the entire time they were on stage. They're a Ukrainian band, um, I guess you would say metalcore band with a female lead singer and man, she was brutal. I loved every moment of it. The crowd was going wild, mosh pits were happening, people were crowd surfing. There was even, you know, mosh pit Santa out there enjoying his life and inflatable arm guy. It was just crazy. Another person that we saw next up was Corey Taylor. And of course, as always, he crushed it. Rob Zombie blew us all away as usual, not only with his incredible music, but of course, the stage presence was definitely on point. Rocklahoma Day 3 then, of course, was closed out by the epic show of Pantera taking the stage. I cannot stress this enough to say I will most definitely be back for Rocklahoma 2024 for the most epic Labor Day weekend party in the country and maybe me even on the planet. Uh, I'm also considering maybe I should camp out next year, but I will definitely have a hotel room on standby because it did come in handy when I had to scrub and shower off all the blood from the Guar show. Before we wrap up this episode, I definitely want to take a moment to reflect on the impact of Rocklahoma. You guys, over the years, this festival has become more and more than just a music event. It's a symbol of resilience and timeless power of rock music. It brings together generations of fans who share a common passion and reminds us that that rock music and its fan base will never die. That's it for today's episode of Teaser Talk. We hope you enjoyed our recap of Rocklahoma 2023. If you guys were there, I'd love to hear it as well. Make sure you guys tag us, um, DM us on at Teaser Talk on Instagram. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes, specifically those episodes we captured during this year's iconic Rocklahoma. Until next time, you guys, keep rocking. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Teaser Talk. Head over to teasertalk.com to subscribe so you don't miss out on another episode. Until next week, keep rocking.